Hello everyone and welcome to this Fortnite's episode of the Fortnightly Frontier podcast where we talk about everything and anything about Star Citizen because we don't know anything else. True. I am Darianator. That's Meyer. This is chat. Say hi chat. And this whole thing is a podcast, if you haven't gathered already. It is a podcast, yes. Welcome. It is a warm podcast because it is the summer of 2021. Mm -hmm. If you're watching this in the future, this may be actually pertinent information. Probably isn't, but anyway. Uh, How you doing, Mark? Doing warm. Doing warm. It's hard to think and it's hard to... It's it's hard. Mm. Yeah. It's just... It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. But we shall persevere. We are hardy men. Yeah. And we what? What? What are we talking about today on the fortnightly frontier? Um. So this was a topic that you brought up. Um, I did. Yes. So I think that you perhaps maybe should explain it again. Oh yes, of course, yes. So today, chat viewers, listeners, we are talking about difficulty levels. It is a topic that I um appropriated from. Uh, Mr. Chad McKinney on Twitter. Um, well, I was inspired to talk about it on this show from from the conversation with him, um, and the discussion was basically on the importance of difficulty levels in video games, both on the higher level and on the lower level. And I was just wondering how they're gonna do that in Star Citizen. Okay, so difficulty in Star Citizen. So I mean, I guess we could first of all start by. Uh, Talking about what I mean, I guess, unlike other concepts and stuff in Star Citizen, discussing difficulty. I mean, what is this difficulty? I think everybody already knows. So, like, I think that when it comes to making like difficult content and stuff in like a traditional like FPS game, say like Grand Theft Auto or like Halo, you know, Mm. you just go into the options and you can choose, you know, like you know, like easy mode, hard mode, and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, But how do how does that actually affect the gameplay mm. in those games yeah like you probably have just two ways of, of doing of going about this it's like one is just arbitrarily adjusting the bullet sponginess of your enemies mm-hmm. and the other is also uh, adjusting how clever the ai is yeah but then you have puzzle games where you can get hints more often, and um, you know, the path where you're supposed to walk is uh, labeled um, more visibly, for instance. And Tomb Raider, I think, does that. You have an option to actually disable the white paint on all the uh, ledges and uh, rocks that where you can go so so it's a lot easier for you to traverse for instance yeah sc already does that in caves with all the yellow markings and stuff trying to make that mm. you know diegetic with all the other yellow stuff that they have in the game but um but yeah so that's that's single player games single in general player games, yeah yeah squad mm. 42 could possibly have settings like that mm-hmm. but yes single player games because it is only you, the one player, that is affected by this. Mm. But so, Star Citizen is an MMO. It's an MMO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How so, do MMOs do this? So generally speaking, an MMO difficulty ranges based on region. So like when you first start the game, typically speaking, you are all in. Uh, you all you start off in one of a few different starting zones, and those zones have dif- have missions and stuff tailored to your character. 
and mm. if you you can over level and you know destroy that content then move over to a different location and then you know rinse and repeat until you're max level yes but mm -hmm. ain't no levels in star citizen either there are no levels in star citizen no instead of levels what you have is like a range of uh like reputations instead and, and equipment wealth. i guess yeah so reputations wealth equipment currencies in general mm. so uh i guess hmm how do other games that are mmos but are not traditional mmos how, how do they handle difficulty and things like that i think uh, the only other game, really, that we can compare Star Citizen to on this kind of thing is maybe perhaps Elite Dangerous? I was thinking EVE Online. Okay. So, uh, I haven't played it, EVE. In, in EVE, I guess it's uh, just security levels per sector, per system. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the lower, you, the lower um, sector you go to, the more powerful the NPCs are there. There are... Uh, but... It's not like an arbitrary buff that they have. It's basically mm -hmm. just it's in lore. They have the the better tech. They have the better ships. There there are more of them. Um, that's how they do that, right? Um, and also in higher security um, systems, it's a lot easier for you to uh, attract the attention of the law enforcement. Mm -hmm. Right. In 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 a game like Elite Dangerous, how I remember them doing it, and people can correct me if like that's not mm. how they do it anymore. But uh, so because there are like so many like tens of millions of stars or whatever, uh, like they they for some reason I, I feel like there's like a cluster of star systems that people can start off in. Mm. But essentially, uh, for the most part, they're all pretty much the same. And so what happens is that when you first start playing the game for the first time, you wake up in a random st um, space station. And you have, like, you know, the lowest amounts of reputation, for, you know, across the board and one small ship. So the only missions that you get given are four people with your reputation level and your small ship. And then so you can keep that place as your home system, keep doing missions for them. And as you accrue wealth and stuff and reputation, you can get more difficult missions, taking you either, like, further away from the station for more difficult content or, like, uh, you know, like just spawning in more difficult enemies for you in that location based on your reputation. Mm. Yeah, but Star Citizen, on the other hand, is not going to be that sort of like... Uh, uh, Instance-based, mm -hmm. where, where you know, the game can just spawn more enemies for you based on your... Uh, uh, on your reputation level. Mm -hmm. it, everything is... Quanta based well will be quanta based so yeah. the entire um difficulty level field is already there yeah so no matter, no matter who um enters it whether it's me and an aurora or the entirety of test squadron you know the difficulty will remain the same mm -hmm. and it's the actions that change that um so I think what you're referring to is like, let's say, uh, so the actions, as in if you do a lot of missions in one place, then that place would get more rich, and so that it be, yeah. because of that, yeah, it would be but, more but, systemic. But, in, but, in, but also in a more comp compressed way, like if a lot of dickheads are attacking a station, mm -hmm. you know, the uh, crime rating uh, level 
the heat level, you know, yeah. The heat level, yeah, gets higher and higher in that location. So more and more uh, law enforcement ships start coming in. Yeah. Uh, that's one way how the difficulty level can change dynamically, but uh, it's that that just means that there's no preset structure. It's it's constantly changing. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, I suppose they could make it so that, like, uh, depending on where you are and depending on some parameters on a station or like in in a system like they could have different like degrees of like inherent difficulty that have like you know like an over and an under depending on you know like player activity so like Mm. if you're in pyro and you are like just blowing people up or in not ruin station which is like in the main place but like another space station or something if you're just blowing people up i wouldn't expect the same amount of npc interference as if you were yeah. doing the same thing in a high sec area you know pyro is unclaimed by the uee anyway right? unclaimed yeah 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 so there's there's no way that they'll be showing up but maybe someone who has a vested interest in keeping the status quo in pyro will send their forces yeah like xenothreat for like xenothreat yeah yeah um but will their response be the same as that in the stand-in system will they have the same amount of resources probably mm. not uh, so how I feel that um, they'll likely handle certain amounts of difficulty in Star Citizen is that like uh, in each star system will have their inherent difficulty based on like uh, NPCs and the percentage of like, you know, lawful and high mm-hmm. morality NPCs versus like uh, the other, you know, the, 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 which can also fluctuate, right? Depending on uh, yeah. how healthy the economy is mm-hmm. and how numerous the the uh, criminal uh, population gets versus yeah. Uh, uh, regular, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I, I, so, okay, I, I, so all right. So starting with just a regular basis of difficulty per system. Yeah. What about then, more uh, more localized? No, not per system, but like more specific locations. What do you think? Um, well, again, it could be based on mission, like if a place is supposed to be heavily fortified or whatever in a place that's generally like easier for newer players because it doesn't have like NPCs or like pirates or whatever, um, then um, maybe perhaps it could be based on, oh, you have a high enough reputation to go ahead and do this strike on this like bunker or something. Um, I think that they could probably do a lot of it just by tying it all into the reputation system or tying it into uh your inventory like your ships and stuff i remember back when they first talked about the hammerhead and i think it was in, like in a q a or something uh somebody asked okay so like will there be hammerhead specific missions and they said that that was that was an int- that they have the intention of doing it uh obviously when they said it three or four years ago we expected it you know like in the next couple months but we still don't have uh ship specific missions but i feel like once we get further down the line with, uh, you know, quanta and systemic missions that uh, based on either your reputation or what you're capable of, you'll be able to be given missions based on all that. Mm. I th- I don't think they'll go as specific as like ship-specific missions. Mm-hmm. Um, the latest uh, balance pass for um, for weaponry and shields and, and maneuverability in 314, which is mm-hmm. not yet for live, specifically states that they're balancing ships for their... In intended role, right? So I'm so I'm guessing there'll be uh, ship role specific missions, but which one you take and whether it overlaps with another role, that's up to you. Then, right? Afterwards. 
I think an interesting thing they could do for missions in order to make it so that like people who are newer to the game or just in general, just to make it easier for them to understand what kind of mission they're getting themselves into, they could probably like uh, add some sort of threat level system into the game where so that like if you're in like a relatively high sec system, but you, there's a mission that's supposed to be super challenging. It can say this mission has a threat level of, you know, like five out of five or something like that. And then mm. how they would then decide whether or not you are capable of beating that mission. Maybe perhaps they could appraise your fleet. Like maybe uh, if you're in an Aurora and it says this, this thing is threat level five, it'll say your Aurora, you know, is like a, relatively speaking, threat level half a star or something like that. <laughs> or well, they already have some sort of rating, like they have very low rating level, extremely low and low and then medium and high. Yeah. So they, they have that. But uh, they would need some way of appraising you to let hmm. you as a player know, because VLRT doesn't mean anything to anybody. I mean, like to, to a new player, it just means something. It just means letters. But like until you go out there and you do a VLRT, you don't know how capable you are. Mm. for that mission so well yeah you would sort of like with the bounty hunter kill you there would need to be a sort of rating system mm. uh, aside from the reputation like you can you can very slowly grind your way up the reputation ladder but just because you have low skill with high persistence but somebody who has very high skill can climb that ladder very quickly and yeah. you're yeah the same level reputation wise but you know, put them in in the same mission, you'll have uh, very different outcomes. Yeah, uh, because the idea is if you do have a hammerhead that has eight players on it, then if you were to do like a, you know, let's again say like a five-star mission or something, then they would appraise your ship and say, your hammerhead has, you know, like a, is comparable in like a rating to this mission. And so thumbs up, go get them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because otherwise difficulty in Star Citizen is going to be one of those things where like, uh, unless it's system by system and they have like, uh, like let's say Stanton system has like a security of like 20% of like 80%, right? So like, that's, that's just a thing. And then based on the actions of players and Zenithret and, you know, like if players abandon standard for other stuff, then it can fluctuate in security, like, you know, up and low, you know, but have cutoffs for it so mm. there is no way that the stand-in system if abandoned by the players would you know like fall into complete and utter like uh it, it wouldn't be recoverable anymore i don't think that um that should be the case for anywhere there should be like a an upper and a lower but like uh in general they you will you would know that let's say terra has like a security of 90 don't want to do stuff there or like you know like pyro has a security of 20 and you can mm. And so you know that the missions there are going to be more difficult for you and more challenging in general. But mm-hmm. based on the actions of the players, it can fluctuate to make the experience, you know, like reflect that. Yeah. And also you can just go with more players uh, with escort and, you know, the mission itself will be a lot easier for more people with more firepower to uh, to uh, to accomplish, right? Yeah. Uh, that's one way of, I guess... Hmm. So, so uh, right. Let's say you're me, mm-hmm. and you're not very good at PvP. You still right. don't want to uh, miss out on the more glorious uh, battles out there in the uh-huh. rest, right? 
So, so you can you can only you know piggyback on 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 somebody somebody more uh, uh, skillful. Well, I mean, with Star Citizen, dogfighting isn't the only thing you can do. You don't have to be moist noodle of the Dark Lord to enjoy PvP, um, unless of course you want to specifically enjoy fighting players in single seater ships. Because they want to go ahead and do this thing where, like, uh, you know, like a multi crew ship has like a power, like a weapons operator and a shield operator and a radar operator and this kind of thing. I feel like there'll be a lot more. Uh, and, and then, of course, with bigger ships, even you have multiple people doing that, there'll be a, um, enough slack, as it were, to be able to like uh, allow somebody who is not as, you know, like uh, efficient to be carried mm. in that way. So I don't think that's going to be much of an issue. But what I feel like there needs to be, even for that, would be, again, some sort of rating system. Because, like, if you wanted to, like, hire somebody on your ship to be a shield operator, how would you know that they are, what you know, as good as they say they are? Or, Mm -hmm. like, if you Mm -hmm. want to hire, like, a hacker or an EWO person, how would you know they're as good as they say they are? Um, That's something mm. that should come in, right? I, I feel so. I mean, we've had some in lore and like, you know, funny things like that. Uh, like Basically Yelp, right? Describing Yelp. Mm, not really. So like, I forget which ship it was. Maybe it was a mining ship. But like when you finish like the, the Q&A or whatever, not the Q&A, but when you finish like uh, some questions or something, you got like a, a license to fly, mm. you know, like a, so like a... Mole, I think. I think. Yeah, so yeah, if you no, have... No, no, SRV, SRV. Yeah, That's with the SRV, you have a Type G, like, uh, license to fly the SRV, right? So maybe perhaps in Star Citizen, there might be a place you can go to to do some simulated, like, XYZ, like simulated shield modulation or simulated, like, uh, anything, right? So then you can say, I am, you know... I, I got the achievement, you know. I've a bounty got... license certification is also already a thing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, but like it's the... just you just need to be expanded to other things. Like mm. you, you can operate shields, you can change subcomponents in a power plant when it goes out. So you know you are qualified to be an engineer. Yeah, like um, player to player like reviews definitely needs to be a thing. But that's something that can easily be abused if you're in a big enough org. Um, mm. So, like, there would also need to be some way that you would be able to uh, get some sort of, like... So, player-to-player stuff is just generally speaking so that a player knows you're trustworthy, but they won't necessarily know how skilled you are. So, Mm. yeah, so I think that... You know, like, how in Star Trek they have the Kobayashi Maru? I think, like, there needs to be some sort of, like, simulation room or, like, place that you can go to where, like, okay, I want to get the an engineer, like, rating and stuff. So they'll put you into, like, a uh, a simulation where, okay, this has gone critical, this needs to be overclocked, this needs this, and the captain needs his TL Grey Hot. Um, so you have to do that, and based on how fast you do it, then um, you get a rating, and then you can say, mm. this is me. And Because, I mean, like, let's go simpler. If you want to say I'm a good dogfighter, you can you can uh, go into Arena Commander and uh, you know do Vandal Swarm in under five minutes, right? And then yeah. th- that's how they know you can kick NPC ass real fast, you know. So uh, that'd be a cool thing to have in Star Citizen to say, yeah, you know, like uh, I- I've got my gold wings or something or whatever because I am that good in AC. Um, it'd be cool to have that going on into other parts of the game, you know, and uh, that would really help. Not only just so players know uh, 
the people that they're going with, but at the same time, so that you in this kind of shared experience that the people kind of feel more like, you know, immersed in it. At the same time, mm -hmm. it's going to make people who aren't so good at X, Y, or Z feel bad, but, you know, that's just part of it, I guess. Well, it's it's a it's a learning experience. It's the, the opportunity for them to get better. Yeah, uh, it feels like like these um, roles also come with an inherent lower starting floor or or end ceiling. Like um, shield operator doesn't really have the same skill set requirement as the pilot. For now, for, instance, for yeah, now. for now, yeah. Um, strictly speaking, um, shield operator and star citizen, even with everything we have right now, even with the ability to be able to move like uh, shield faces and stuff in multi crew ships, there isn't enough information given to that player in that seat for it to be a useful experience mm -hmm. at all at the moment. You are yes, yeah. Yeah, because UI. UI is com is so, so in need, so in dire need of changing. Um, because if you were to, like, let's say, sit in the co-pilot seat of the uh, Constellation, right now, you can change the, you can move the power triangle in that co-pilot seat. But in that same seat, you have no idea what the pilot's current gun, like, uh, ammunition number is. So you are useless as a, when, it, when it comes to, like when to charge their guns back up. You can see when the shields need to be charged, but otherwise you don't know, like, you know, mm -hmm. how much boost you have. You don't know how uh, hot the uh, components are. You don't know where enemies are because you don't have a radar. So you don't, you're not able to, you know, charge the shield faces based on where the enemies are either. So, you know, you could argue that that's where player communication comes in. But at the same time, I don't, I think that's a cop out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The game should, uh, on its own, be able to present you with all the information you need mm. to be a uh, to be a useful um, crew member. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a couple of things as well. Like, okay, what what about non ship stuff? Mm -hmm. FPS missions. FPS missions. So, mm -hmm. like, in terms of difficulty, or are we going yeah, back yeah, to yeah. the yeah idea? difficulty difficulty? Okay. Yeah. Um, so, like, I think FPS missions and stuff would definitely be, uh, uh, would boil down to, again, reputation. You'd get, like, really easy missions doing something to maybe, like, sure, do a hit on what, mm -hmm. How do you adjust the, the level of the, of the difficulty? Like, how do you make a, a FPS mission that's easy versus one that is hard? Um, you need to go kill one person versus you need to go kill 20, I guess. I guess. Plus, um, as part of the archetype system, we know that they're going to be novice NPCs. They're going mm -hmm. to be like, you know, uh, trained NPCs, scared ones, civilians, that kind of thing. So mm -hmm. there is an inherent difficulty level within NPCs coming in. So you basically just get a mission with crappier NPCs and that kind of thing. Yeah. I think that, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, and also, I'm guessing the. Uh, just like you can have a better loadout going in, they mm. can have a better loadout going in as well. Exactly. Yeah. Like in instead of just pistols, they have uh, boom. Uh, what was it called? Noob tubes. Boomsticks. Uh, you can say. Boomsticks. Boomsticks and noob tubes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, just something to do more damage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I think that'd be simple enough for them to do. Mm. Um, and in the same regard, also, uh, 
when it comes to dogfighting um, components, right? For enemy enemy NPCs or enemy players. Yeah, because even though things are going to be systemic or whatever with like VNPCs, there are still going to be probability volumes and stuff like that for you to go to for your missions too. There's going to mm. be a mix of the two for your missions so they can spawn yeah. in something tailored to you as well. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah, so... If 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 a if a probability volume spawns in uh, an NPC, it could scan your ship for like whether it has the basic bitch components or it has all the all the things maxed out. So it just yeah. adjusts. So the challenge of the mission would be then not necessarily based on what ship you have, but like just based on how skilled you are as a player. Hmm. Uh. Right. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. But cool. also, of course. Uh, r- constricted to like the upper and lower bounds of what that region is meant to present exactly like, yeah. like, like you can just spawn in an enemy idris um inside stanton for instance right mm-hmm. you wouldn't be able to because that just wouldn't logically happen exactly unless there's an event going on unless there's an event going on but yeah. that's that's not that's not that's not quanta based that's basically that's gm based in 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 game yeah yeah 100 percent so yeah, I mean, so you, you have you heard or about how they're changing hacking and what hacking is going to look like? I've heard it being referred to as 3D Pac-Man or 3D Pac-Man, Pac-Man yeah. Um so obviously they they also said that the, there's going to be different like difficulties of that too. So Yeah. I mean, I haven't played Pac-Man in a long time, but does it get more difficult Do like the the ghosts get faster? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, not 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 faster. Yeah, they do get faster, uh, but also cleverer. Okay. Although so, I don't I don't know whether that's that's just an extension of their speed, or uh, does their their difficult their their AI does it does it get smarter as well? Because mm-hmm. they they do have four different personalities, depending on on the ghost. So uh, there's that. Okay. Yeah. But because uh, but, it's 3D Pac-Man, I, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be one flat plane. I think it's going to be like a cube you have to like move around. Mm, so it could get really complicated. Mm. But uh, but there's also like the easiest ones won't even have any any uh, pitfalls for you to to get trapped in. It'll basically yeah. just be navigating the path and then uh, and then you're done. Yeah, but like, by that same token, it'd be cool if you could. Uh, get accreditation somewhere to so say i'm a like a x rated hacker man because nah, I, nah, nah. no that, that's all underground it's all underground it's rep it's it's word of mouth it's based on your nickname it's, it's, it's gonna be you know uh morpheus it's gonna be very very famous in the okay. underground in the hacking underground you know what i mean all right, fair enough, fair enough i, I get that <laughs> and the planet <laughs> but what but, but what if what if hack to you but but what if we um because i don't think hacking is only going to be just for like criminal players i i feel like there also there's also going to be uh good guy missions for hacking too right yeah 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 Mm. i I can see it happening in squadron 42 for instance in that vertical slice mission Mm -hmm. where you had to um once once the player uh established uh, power to the system there was still have there still had to manually open a door but you know it could be two different ways you could um cut away the panel 
mm-hmm. and manually open the door. Yeah. Or connect to a nearby terminal station and, you know, hack your way into it. Mm. Yeah, good adventure games always need to have, like, multiple ways of getting into one place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I, I am looking forward to that, yeah, a lot. So, mm. I, I guess in general, we've, we've covered quite a bit in, in this mm. short amount of time. I mean, like, we, we have, talked, yeah. yeah. We've talked about, like, uh, where we feel like uh, difficulty is going to be coming from in Star Citizen, like, what different kind of ways it could go to and how you mm. could see how difficult a thing is. Yeah, speaking of Squadron 42, like, we we said that, it, that they could probably just, you know, have a difficulty slider in the options, like more, most single-player games do. But mm. do you think they'll also... It will probably be quite systemic, right? Like, they have... They, they would get... Um, a higher quality armor, better mm. weapons, um, and maybe their AI would uh, go up a notch from you know uh, new or or what was the what was the phrase you used? Inexperienced to all the way up to ace, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So because but but, it... but but not 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 actual bullet sponges, right? Mm. That 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 I, that I always think is I like hate a, like a bullet spongy stuff. One hundred percent. Yeah, there needs to be other ways of it, and I think enemies being more reactive, or like, I mean, to a degree, you know, based on their armor, maybe perhaps there would be a little bit of bullet sponginess to the enemies, but not so much as it's like you know, like the division or something, where you're headshotting somebody with a fifty cal sniper rifle like for ten minutes before they die. Mm. That I don't want to yeah. see in this game. But yeah, yeah. But speaking of the game being systemic difficulty wise. Um, and things getting more difficult as you get better. I also feel like it's it gives CIG the opportunity to make it so that the game can be uh, easier if you suck. You know, if you keep dying, then they should give you easier missions until, like, you you know, you know what I mean? Like, uh, mm-hmm. if you keep in, failing... In Star yeah. Citizen, right? Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you keep failing in Star Citizen, you should get easier missions. And I think it's you, that... you keep losing reputation depending on who your mission giver is, right? Yeah. So then, then they they would automatically start giving you missions with lower risk yeah. factor, yeah, I lower guess. Risk. but also lower pay, payout. I would I would true, imagine. True, true, hundred percent. Yeah, and they've spoken about how they want this same thing to work when it comes to PvP. Uh, so again, they said they don't want PvP sliders, but like if if you're in the standard system, like let's say three years from now, we have multiple star systems or whatever. If you're in the standard system then, which should be like really high sec, um, but you want to PvP somebody, then if you kill somebody there or you take a mission to kill somebody or you do an outlaw mission, then more outlaw missions should be open to you until you you know you get what you want to do. You know, like, you'll start get being served more things based on your playstyle. Uh, so, mm. yeah, because they've explained how that would work, I feel like difficulty-wise and um, the kinds of missions served to you should also be based on just how good you are and what you want to do. I'm just reminded that there are two ways of tracking you per organization or corporation or mission giver right Mm -hmm. you have the levels that you go through and then you have the affinity as well right you think affinity has to do with in a roundabout way how well you perform in the missions maybe maybe i mean it could be based on how fast you do the mission or like 
if you have a mission to deliver three boxes and you only deliver two, maybe perhaps that could fall into it. Or uh, how many consecutive missions in a row you're successful in, like yeah. how, how that uh, success rating uh, fluctuates with you, depending yeah. on how difficult the missions are. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, though, I believe if you just fail a mission, your fantasy goes down. I don't know if any other things uh, affect it yet. I don't know if CIG will ever like release any documentation on that because they seem to like letting some things just you know just let people think about it. I mean, we yeah. didn't know about like a. Uh, you know, the uh, reputation system that was soft in until, you know, like years after they had put it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. It's going to be interesting. I think I think the new uh, updates to ships to have them a lot be a lot more focused in their roles is going to also allow them to tailor the... Uh, difficulty of uh, of npcs mm-hmm. uh not just from how they behave but also what sort of ship they're flying yeah mm. i agree but yeah it's gonna be a grind again yeah i mean like most mmos are i mean like uh the only difference really is is the carrot at the end of the day started as in it wants to be a sandbox mmo so like uh in sandboxes, all you really do is grind. I mean, that's the game. Um, you know, it's not like Final Fantasy XIV, which is story. Just story, 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 story with, like, bits of gameplay elements in there. It's, uh, you know, it's more akin to, like, let's say you put a Rust server, but with more people or something. Mm. Uh, and with more, like, uh, you know, more systems in it. Yeah, it's just, you're just going to have to make sure that the grind isn't boring. As long again, as long as there's a, there's a sufficient enough carrot, then that's the game we're playing, right? It's a grind game. Reputation, mm-hmm. missions, unlocks, yeah. Uh, but even even the missions, if they're stringed, like they've been talking about, like mm-hmm. a mission once you once you fulfill an objective and you turn the mission in, yeah. Like story wise, it's it'd be cool if it would continue. Like, mm-hmm. like if you went to um, a wreck to find somebody mm-hmm. and you caught them and then somebody else contacts you, like they were their relative, you know, trying to get more information about what happened and, and stuff like yeah. that. It's just that sort of... Um, they wanted to feel like a lived experience. Yeah. Yeah. It, so. not, not that every mission is like its own isolated slice mm-hmm. of life. Like, like, like it happens in so many... Um, yeah, in I, MMOs. Even yeah. even if you have like a like a dedicated mission giver that kinda builds a story, it just it mm-hmm. never feels like that to me. Yeah, in Guild in Guild Wars, that was something that really struck me. It's like it's just like there was no connection of these characters to the world they were in. Yeah, I f- the mission of Star Citizen is a bit different from the mission of any other MMO that's really out there that. You know, like, uh, those MMOs, I mean, nowadays you can be really cynical with some and say they're just, that, you know, they're, they're made to make money, but that's not really where I'm getting at. Uh, with Star Citizen, like, th- their goal, as far as gameplay-wise, is to make a universe that feels like you are, you know, you're sharing with other people, and it, it's immersive, and it, that's the end goal, right? Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily about, like, uh, you know, they haven't spoken about end game per se. It's just like 
the, the the crux of what they want is that they want you to feel like you are the person that is in the game essentially right and mm. so as long as the systems that they add into the game kind of like steer you in that path to being like okay yeah like i'm doing this mission to like you know uh, deliver a box or to kill this person but it's more than that like that box belongs to some npc that i helped before they're a vnpc now so like i'll see them at po later that kind of thing or like yeah. uh you know i'm with my friends we're going to be doing this thing we need to grind missions in uec to be able to like go on an adventure together that kind of thing that's you know like uh there's a bit of a difference to to that and yeah um, but i also th feel that a lot of uh missions going to have counter missions as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But, but not just like you are tasked with one thing and then another player is instantly tasked with getting in your way. Yeah. It would be like several NPCs would contact you or, you know, about the same general mission and then mm. you decide how you want to do this depending on which NPC, for instance, you feel more affinity towards and stuff okay. like that. You know? And then you build your own reputation like that. You build your path in Star Citizen even even though it's not a single-player game that has a path, you know what I mean? I like that idea. I haven't thought of that. I think... Mm. Like, yeah, like, yeah. like, 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 say, um, Clovis has you... It's, it kind of already is with Clovis. Like, Clovis has you go to um, the satellite and grab that experimental thing, but mm -hmm. as soon as you grab it, you get a call from Ruto, for instance. And he says, look, I'm going to pay you double if you deliver that to me. So Elite Dangerous does this, actually, I should remember. Mm. 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 Yeah, and uh, definitely they could do that. Mm. So not only a counter mission insofar as like another player has a mission to stop you, but uh, counter offer mission. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah um, as you write in chat says there as well, yeah, Grand Theft Auto also has missions like that too. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so, yeah. In online or was that in single player? I don't know. <laughs> mm, I haven't played online. Yeah, uh, I haven't played online in a long time. But yeah, uh, that'd be mm -hmm. cool too, for sure, hundred um, yeah, percent. But uh, yeah, mm. but that, that's also getting away from the whole difficulty path. We're tangenting again. I mean, we don't. Always us. Yeah, <laughs> there's not really much else we can really touch up on the uh, on, on the difficulty subject. I mean, like I uh, without theory crafting a whole lot. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we just 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 basically without skills, um, the difficulty is. Um, limited to equipment and number of um, of foes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, I suppose reputation. Reputation is very important mm -hmm. uh, because well, just unlocking that sort of difficulty mm. in the first place. Yeah, yeah. You could stumble upon it, you know. Yeah, as, as well as having a player with that mission unlocked take you there, mm -hmm. you could also stumble upon it because it is a, it's not an instant thing, Star Citizen. It's yeah, it's there for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Now difficulty ratings will be very important for all this, um, mm -hmm. so that you as a player can visually see what's up. Yeah. Also, also, uh, but but then like, I also want don't want it. But on the other hand, I do, because it makes sense that that a player with a lower skill level can't get the good missions, right? The the more the difficult the missions with more difficulty shouldn't be 
just a tougher fight? Um, I mean, then how else would you, I mean, like, uh, make a mission difficult if it's not just tougher? Huh. I mean, yeah. if, if, if it's a mission where somebody needs to die, then, like, it's, it's gonna be tough, right? I mean, like, it has to be tough, right? Mm -hmm. Like, how, how does it get more difficult? I mean, like, uh... Well, well, no, it's it's to do with the payout. I would say, like, like okay. a diff, diff mission with higher difficulty has a higher payout, has a higher impact on the world. Okay, not just in terms of how much money you get, but like if you if you got rid of a very prominent pirate, then your name is then um, in the books, right? Mm. Uh, someone famous who got rid of somebody very like a big nuisance, right. but then like a. a player with a low skill level will never have that the chance to do that mm -hmm. even even if they try like it's not something that that is inherently a matter of of just repetition and training right mm. even if you do that there's going to be a lot of people who just don't have the knack for it but still want that experience in the end um i mean tough right it's an yeah. mmo <laughs> <laughs> end of the day i mean like uh you want to make a game you don't want to you i mean you don't want to make a movie you, you you that that's what a video game is all about i mean yes. like especially in mmo i mean there's only so much you can do for people who don't have the ability to, to do it you know mm. unless you piggyback them uh, yeah i mean like that's where again where multi-crew would come in mm. and uh that kind of thing you can throw as many bodies as you want into a mission and uh, mm. you and to make them arbitrary or just unfun i mean that's not going to go anywhere i feel they're not going to take away your mission um but uh you know like that's definitely one way if you want to solo a mission or do it the way you know recommended style then you can uh but what's interesting about star citizen is that you can have as many people as you want doing something and do it that way mm. yeah but uh, I, I don't feel like a brand new player should have, like, missions available to them that, like, somebody who's been playing for a while and has the reputation, has the trust of an NPC um, can, you know, can do. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it would be nice to have, but, mm. you know, then you go to single-player games in Squadron 42 where you are guaranteed to be the hero. Yeah. And, you know, you can just lower the difficulty for yourself until it matches your skill level in video games on the flip side though and this already works in the game right now but i don't know if it's going to continue this way but if you are a brand new player without access to an hrt mission or whatever like that you can still join somebody's party who does have the backing of the bounty hunters guild and they can share that mission with you and you can do it and you can get experience and you can get reputation but Ooh. yeah <laughs> But like in other MMOs that do this, they'll, um, if you are of a lower reputation ranking, you should get a substantially lower reputation gain as a result for be of being somebody's sidekick, is what I feel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that's what I meant with uh, piggybacking, yeah. Mm. Mm. But, yeah, again, uh, gains... Repetition gains should also be measured with like what your impact on the mission was. If you're just there to be a pretty face and look out the window, even though you were in the party that completed mm -hmm. the mission, like should that? Do you think it's actually even possible to track that? Um, I mean, it depends. Like on what kind of mission it is. If it's a find, 
you know, like find a person who is on conscious mission and, you know, you have five people and one person finds it, then does that only one person get the thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's what, or if there's a mission to like, let's say, kill uh, one guy, but they have so many bodyguards or whatever, and you have one person in front just gunning everybody before people behind can get them, then it, it, it gets, you don't want this because that breeds a certain level of competitive competitiveness within a thing that's supposed to be cooperative that can lead mm. lead to toxicity. So I don't think it's necessary. So just basically the entire party is was res- responsible or you know effectual in completing the mission so everybody yeah. gets the same amount of Equally. reward other other than their ranking within the guild. Yeah. Kind of makes sense, yeah. Yeah. And you Cause, know, cause it, 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 uh, yeah, because like like a a, uh, a combat mission is easy to track because then you just have you just track who kills whom mm-hmm. and how many kills you attain. But, but even then, you, have... you don't want that because it breeds toxicity. You should just yeah, yeah, exactly. But 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 you also have people who aren't dealing with combat. You have uh, shield operators. You have engineers. You have you know people putting out fires. It just tr- so much tracking going on that it of support roles. Mm-hmm. That kind of I don't think it, uh, the game would have uh, um any way of knowing what was if any of that was a contributing factor of or how much of a contributing factor it was. So yeah, I mm-hmm. guess it should be just just blind. Yeah, mm. and I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that you can't have com- competitiveness within cooperative um things. But within a, like an MMO like Star Citizen, um, I think there's a bit different. Like, let's say you're playing an arcade shooter or something where it's you and a friend in like a 2D platformer or whatever, and you're shooting enemies, right? And at the end of the thing, you get the high score and they have a lower score because you show all the things. That's fine. But if there is a more tangible reward going forwards in, this, in an MMO, then maybe perhaps, I don't know, things get a bit grayer then, you know? Mm. Actually, I'll have you know, in the EXO has the score to beat. Is that a reference for something? Yeah, the uh, Javelin Tor, the guy in the mask. Oh, hall. yeah, yeah, of course, of course. It took a second. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when, it's, when it's so nebulous and not as clear-cut as just levels, mm. yeah, call competitiveness can get weird yeah especially if again it's like uh if it's based on the contribution of like how many people like you kill in that thing because then that would then also breed let's say that you have a mission to go to a bunker to take out like let's say six npcs there are three Mm -hmm. of you and the more people you drop the more you get paid that means that you're gonna go sprinting in there to try and get all the guys killed so you get mm. paid more. Yeah. That that in a game like Star Citizen, that's completely yeah. counter to what you want to do. You want to it's take also it slow. Sentence, yeah. Exactly. You want to take it slow. You want to make sure that, you know, like uh you get in there and out without getting injured or you know, taking an injury mm. with you when you get out and that kind of thing. Um Yeah, because it's yeah. all about the bigger picture. It's like how well you do the objective versus as uh, how well the objective is completed versus how well you uh, 
contribute to it, yeah. Yeah, like the game shouldn't arbitrarily pay you. I mean, like, you are a group that have gone in, the game will give the group money and or the group leader the money. Maybe, you know, like, in games like World of Warcraft and, like, uh, Final Fantasy, if you go into a dungeon, you can choose how loot is given out. You can either choose that it's, like, you know, round robin, so, like, if, if a monster drops something, it's, you know, like, uh, it's his now, it's his now, it's his now. Or, like, you can uh, set it so that, like, a monster drops something, you, you can, you know, like, uh, need or greed for it. Or you can set it so that, like, it, it's raid leader loot or something, so that the raid leader then goes and chooses who that thing goes to. Mm. So there are different ways of which you as a party can go into something so that, like, if you want to reward the person who's done the most, you can, you know, set it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but yeah i think that's a a, a bit of a different uh topic i feel yeah we could group, we could yeah. uh, definitely re- return to that once we have mm. also have more information on yeah on loot specifically yeah mm-hmm. mm. true true which is coming soon so we'll probably make that the next topic honestly <laughs> Possibly, although it's coming three fifteen, right? That's or is soon. it three fourteen already? Three fifteen, well, yeah. Yeah, but it's it's the fortnightly frontier. It's not the, the quarterly frontier. That means well. that it's within four episodes. Yeah. All right. Four episodes. I'll take. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. But anyway, I think we've milked this one for for everything it's got. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so so yeah. shall we wrap it up? All right, yes. I, I know you want to get your AC on as soon as possible. Yes, yes, yes. Right, I would like so, to. The room has on. gone up two degrees since... Oh, uh, damn. Yeah, All right, now... let's hurry it up then. Mm-hmm. Go, 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 go. All right, so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching this episode of The Fortnightly Frontier um, live on Twitch TV and also on YouTube a day or so after. If you enjoyed what you've seen here today, then you can always feel free to like and subscribe and hit the notification bell, and you'll be uh, notified the next time we go live. I've been Meyer. Over there has been, as always, Mr. Darianator. Thank you for watching once again, and... I forget the rest. We'll see you in the verse. That's the that's that's what we say. <laughs>